Hi, friends. This is the last week we're promoting this because the event is coming this Friday, June 21st. It is the podcast party, and it is a live show with three or four different podcasts coming in doing live versions of their shows, and one of them is ours. And even better, the other two are called Ethnically Ambiguous and The Bechdel Cast. The description of Ethnically Ambiguous is Anna and Shireen want you to know what it's like to be a modern Middle Easterner living in America. And the Bechdel Cast description is, The Bechdel Cast is a podcast hosted by Jamie Loftus and Caitlin Durante about the portrayal of women in film. And of course, the third podcast is called Not a Huge Fan. And its description is, Hot Goss Boss Isaac Simpson joins forces with celebrity dish doctor Charles Disney to scoop steamy Hollywood gossip. That is how it's advertised on the Podcast Party's Facebook event page. It really doesn't get any better than that. So, if you live in L.A., I cannot stress enough how much fun it will be for you to come out and witness this train wreck in person. It is going to be at 9 p.m. It's at the Pack Theater in Hollywood. The address of the Pack Theater is 6470 Santa Monica Boulevard. Pack theaters pay what you can, so it's a dollar or five dollars or whatever amount that you want to give to them. That's how they continue running stuff there. We all go up, we do 15-minute versions of our shows. What Isaac and I have decided to do is a sort of slightly altered version of the hot takes episode we did recently. We'll have a list of hot topics to give our hot takes on. And then if any audience member wants to say something about it, they can come up on stage, ring a bell, and join us for a chat. Now, will this go badly? I almost assuredly so. But as we all know, I love a good train wreck. So if you are in LA and you're not doing anything Friday night, come on out. It's going to be great. We're going to be there with the Bechdel cast. We're going to be there with Ethnically Ambiguous. And we're going to be doing some hot takes. And if you love to see things go wrong, this is going to go horribly wrong. And I couldn't be more excited for it. So again, this Friday, Pack Theater, 9 p.m. Come on out. It's going to be amazing. See you there. Woo! You want a daddy to take your panties off? It's been five years, is that other, the, one of the two articles we're going to talk about today, pointed out since Elliot Rogers' rampage. Right, five years. Um, Peter Megler here again. Greetings, thank you. Hopefully not for the first time, because we've already introduced him twice. Yeah. Venice Pete is his nickname, because he's a Venice, Venice-man. You live in Venice? I live in Venice, yes. Where? Crime and Grime, the... What, what do they call it? The uh, slum by the sea. Slum by the sea. I live uh, a little bit too close to the boardwalk, but I have parking, which is cool. Oh, I lived uh, also fairly close to the boardwalk when I first moved here. It's 2006 to 2010. I lived in Venice. Venice is great. Yeah. It's great. It's it's just, you know, just turning into Skid Row by the ocean. It's fine. All right. You know what I've realized? I can only hang out with Venice people and downtown people. 
any other neighborhood in LA, I can't do it. In terms of the people that the types of people that yeah, are there, like or there's, going there, I feel like Santa Monica people and Silver Lake people are the same. You no, know, they're. No, I don't agree. No, I mean they're the they're the opposite sides of the same coin. Oh, okay. It's like the bro and the hipster side are the opposite sides of the same coin of Santa Monica people and Silver, Silver Lake, Lake people. people. It's like basic, basic hipster and basic bro. Okay. Like it's the two sides. Whereas I feel like Venice people and downtown people are the opposite sides of the same coin. Like I don't have any friends that live in Santa Monica. Zero. And I have like a it's ton that live in Venice. Like how, what people would you meet in Santa Monica? It's ridiculously expensive to live there. Yeah. I just don't know anybody who like, it's like bland people. On there's definitely sides, like an alternate, there's definitely an alternate universe be- between like East side and West side. And they both have their own inner alternate universes. Exactly. And it's like, like Venice and Santa Monica are the downtown and Silver Lake of the West side. Yeah. You know, makes sense. Like downtown people are cool. Silver Lake people are awful. Yeah. That's, That's what a, I'll say. How about all people are awful? All people. Most. Most people. Really are awful. Except you guys are pretty Great. awful, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're quite awful. Speaking of awful, incels. Let's talk about incels. There's this uh, big article that was in New York Magazine called... Um, what was the actual headline of it? How many bones would you break to get laid? Incels are going under the knife to reshape their faces and their dating prospects. And it's a long article that focuses on two people. This internet user named Truth for Lie, who hangs out in a lot of incel forums, um, including Lookism. Is that one of them? Lookism. And the, other, yeah. the other one is Dr. Barry Epley, who is a plastic surgeon in Indianapolis. Yeah. Is that where he is? Yeah, who sort of focuses on male like facial things yes. and also ball enhancements. Did yes. you read that? No, he did more than he ball, he does ball enhancements, but he he does shit like he even like makes your shoulders bigger. Yeah, yeah, like cuts your collarbone. Yeah. What sort of moron is getting a ball? Does is anyone attracted to bigger balls? No, <laughs> right? I don't think so. No one is attracted to that. The uh, why would you get bigger balls? Who his, is doing that? On his blog, he has he- headlines, <laughs> and one of the headlines is like, "What is the maximum size of testicular enlargement implants?" The largest Epley has done so far is seven centimeters in diameter. Epley's not sure exactly why a patient would want testicles of dinosaur egg size. But that's true of many of his procedures, which he tends to design in response to patients' requests. That's the other thing about him is he does a lot of designing on his own. He yeah, uses he, what, he, he's a pioneer. He's CAD. Yeah, CAD. Yeah, yeah, he uses yeah. CAD to like do these implants. Which yeah. is cool. That's kind of cool. But the the bigger balls that is is there really guys out there being like, I you know what I need some bigger balls. I, I wonder if it's like Any a gay bigger is, is it a gay thing, just like anal bleaching was originally for like gay people and like There is a fetish that has to do with like inflating the size of your balls by filling them with um, saline uh, by filling your balls with saline. But it's more of like an inflate, like a weird body modification thing just to permanently have like two giant balls. (laughs) (laughs) I think any, can you, any amount of ball. Can you picture insane? Some, some woman is lying there on a bed and this guy's unzipping his pants and his, his like regular size dick comes out. And then these dinosaurs, these giant, they look like tumors. Do you have cancer? What's going on? As for every woman I've ever met is not like attracted to balls. (laughs) 
You know, no woman's like, oh, look at those balls. Yeah. yeah. They're not even visually appealing. No, they're horrible. <laughs> but guys, women hate balls. Yeah. Like, I, I, hate, I hate looking at them on animals, dogs. And yeah. Shit. Balls I hate looking at attractive. my balls. Yeah. <clears throat> balls are not attractive. <laughs> it's very weird. Yeah, that that is a... Uh, like, oh, you know what will get me laid more if I just had bigger balls? Do they think, I wonder if they think <laughs> there's going to be like a giant bulge that people are going to see. Is that it? The, Maybe that's it. They, they want to have a bigger balls bulge. Yeah. I sure don't, is weird, huh? So weird. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's lots of uh, interesting things that he posts about. Some 10,000 blog posts on his website respond pragmatically to quite... Patients' queries: Do neck muscle implants exist? They could. Can my face be changed to look a lot like someone else? Perhaps pictures needed. Am I too old for skull reshaping at fifty-seven? Uh, he says patients who are over seventy, and so on. Yeah. So, as somebody who uh, is attracted to men, <laughs> do any of these things like do it for I'm you? A these man, weird... I like men. <laughs> do these like do it for you? These like weird jaw things? No, I don't. I don't have no idea. You're just like, you don't care. These guys in these pictures, if you read this article, it is, I, I used to be fascinated by the Reddit, the incel subreddit. It yeah. was so fascinating. Yes. And there's a certain look that incels view as like the ultimate Chad, which right. Chad to them means the ultimate like attractive guy. Yeah. There's the a, whole ideology is honestly worth reading about because it's just fucking fascinating. Truth it's for, so fascinating. Truth for Lies preferred Chad was a common incel favorite. David Gandy, the face of Dolce & Gabbana's light blue cologne ads in which the British model has a bronze six pack, a plump speedo and crystal blue eyes. And then the author points out that Stefano Gab Gabbana and uh, Domenico Dolce are gay designers best known for an aesthetic of homoerotic high camp was an irony most incels missed. Yeah, right. So, but I'm saying like when you see these faces in here where they've been like incelized, yeah. is this more attractive to you? No. They yeah. look like monsters. Yeah, they look weird. Like they, th there's all these Photoshop, there's like the picture of the original dude and then like a Photoshop version that's supposed to make him look more Chad-like and it just looks like... But, Weird. But the original dude looks like in this photo, he just, this is not what I would have pictured an incel to look like. Yeah, he looks he, fine. He looks like he could be a model kind of anyway. First. Well, this one guy does. Yeah. yeah. This, like this guy's got a. He looks like a weirdo in both. He's just got, uh, he's not, he's got an angular face. So he's doing, there's this picture of this guy in this yellow jacket and he's got like Wolverine hair. And he's got a very angular face, and he's just not doing anything with the features that he has to kind of make himself look fine. Because he's got this big fucking bushy head of hair on the top. Looks like a carrot. He looks like a burn victim before and after in each one of these photos. <laughs> and then, yeah, the second photo, he looks like a caveman. Because that's going to be the thing that chads him out. But I, is a woman, like, going to want that either? I, is, I think... I honestly think... I'm seeing what they're saying. I'm definitely like 25% incel. Like I've got these, <laughs> I, I like have them Hell in me, you know, right like I, I, I really get what they're doing, mm -hmm. but they're so fucking pathetic because they're obsessed with, they're lazy. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're completely obsessed with the idea that they can't possibly ever get laid because they're ugly and not like don't have status. Right. right. And, they're angry about it 
but that anger is laziness. It's like they're they're angry and they're obsessed with it and they're looking for shortcuts everywhere. They yeah. just want to figure out a way where they don't have to do any work and then it's just easy, basically. Yeah. And that's what makes them fucking beta males. You know, it's like the thing that they're obsessed with is the thing that is making them the beta male. And if they just shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, and made something of themselves, well, there's, you know, like, then this wouldn't be a problem. But they're like, I can never get laid, I can never get a girl that's like, they say looks, what do they say? Looks, uh... Looksism. No, 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 looks... Looks maxing. Looks maxing, but they, but they also say, like, uh... Look same or something like the, oh in the fifties oh, yeah. you could get a girl that was like look same or maybe even better yeah whereas yes. they're like now like we have no chance of getting laid right I think the point that they're making about hypergamy and the fact that now the internet gives women access to the top percentage of men what is, is hyper- true what is hypergamy so this is the theory that women are attracted to status they're attracted to the top percentile of men and that percentile is dictated by money status you know all power these various things right so in any given circumstance women are really only actually attracted to the top like 10 percent of men right in that whatever given hierarchy you're in you know and i think there's something undeniable to that so the point that incels believe is that online dating essentially gives women access to the overall top 10% of men, right? So it used to be women had access to what? 20, 30, maybe 50 single men in their given environment, right? And there's maybe, you know, five or 10 of those that they're attracted to at the very top or their very top, whatever they're into, right? Now, because of the internet in a city or something, Women are still only attracted to about five or ten guys, but the five or ten guys are the same guys that every woman's attracted to because they're all looking up to the best guys on the dating platform. Because if you're even even if you're really good looking, if you're less good looking than the other really hot guy on the dating platform, you're outside of that ten percent. And why would the girl like you if they could like the other guy, right? right. Which makes sense. I think that that theory makes sense, and it's probably true in a, in a lot of ways. But it's not completely true. There are many, many men out there who don't have shit, who get married. They get many girls. I know a bunch of total scuzzbags who get laid all the fucking time. Yep. And these guys dig themselves in their own hole. They're sitting around obsessing over this shit, and then they never get laid because they're obsessing about it all the time and spending their money getting fucking face. Well, no, they're all sitting on forums together complaining about it because misery loves company. Yeah. Yeah. And then they go out and shoot someone. Yeah. Should you guys? Are we? Do you guys? Are you, you know what an incel is? Are the people listening? Are they familiar with what incels are? Well, they're guys who are involuntary celibate. Yeah. They okay. Most of our listeners that. are incels. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course, listeners. Only some of you are. But even there's stuff in the article about how even when they get this surgery, it doesn't like fix their internal problem. Um, this is a quote from. One such incel. Getting treated better after surgery feels sickening, wrote one user, legend of Brick Tamland, Anchorman reference. Uh, Brick had gotten a new jaw, nose, and cheekbones from a surgeon in California, costing him around 30 grand. 
and still he was furious at women and the world. It's like I am the same fucking person, and yet I am somehow better because I spent some money and had a man cut my face up. Might as well just go with prostitutes. At least it's an honest exchange. So even when, in some cases, when getting the surgery and having positive results doesn't fix this internal anger about whatever is going on on the outside. Uh, but wasn't that an interesting part uh, in this article that they brought up too, is like even after all this surgery and all this stuff, it's like uh, it's not about not getting laid. These guys are just super misogynist to begin with. So like even after they get the surgery, they still hate women. Yeah, they're just angry at women, and then the surgery is not going to stop it. And it's, I don't know. The whole thing is just is really weird. And it's like a combination of like, just like Instagram culture and everyone needing to look good. But also, like you said, Isaac, like these guys just being really fucking lazy. Like, I mean, it doesn't take that much to just try. Is it, would you say it's hard for you to get laid, Angler? Because you're single. I mean... I think it just comes down ultimately to just putting yourself out there. I think if you're going to sit and like complain on online forums every day, then you're not going to get laid and you're going to be angry constantly. If you get out there and you make an effort, like, you know, you go out, you talk to girls, you make acquaintances, you do stuff, you know, you, you take risks, you're going to get rejected. I mean, that's all about getting rejection, but, uh, you you know, and then eventually you get that one. If you're better looking, obviously that helps, but I mean, you're definitely going to be sad and alone if you're just on your computer all day. Yeah. yeah there's some self-evaluation you have to do too. I mean, this is a cliche at this point because we've talked about this a million times with Elliot Roger, but Elliot Roger was conventionally attractive. Yeah, right. Like he was not an ugly guy, but his personality was so repellent. Clearly, like you can just tell in his videos the 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 fake evil laughter he does in his final video is so cringy that even though you're horrified because you know what you're he's going to do the next day you're still laughing at him because you're like what a dork because he's like just like oh my god why would you think that's cool yeah and that's the thing that was holding him back because he couldn't look in the mirror and go like okay so i i'm fairly wealthy i look pretty good i'm um, Everything's going for me. So what's the thing that's not right with me? And instead of going, oh, my personality is weird. I'm creeping girls out. Right. It's their fault. And they must be murdered. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the chads are, are getting late. But some of the chads are like fun to talk to, which I, d- I doubt Elliot Roger was. And he was better looking than most of the chads, really. Yeah. I mean, he was a very good looking guy. Yeah. And rich. Yes. But I mean, that's probably why he was so confused. Right. Because like he was like, it doesn't make any sense. Why? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I'm I'm totally blah, blah, blah. But that's the thing that... But he ke- couldn't get out of his own head. He was autistic. I yeah. mean, he was basically autistic. That's the thing know? that keeps getting missed in these, these forums is like, you feel like a lot of these guys are probably in the same boat where then... Like, these pictures that are posted, these dudes, I mean, they're not all, like, extremely attractive, but they're, like, not trolls. They're not horribly deformed. I've seen, yeah, this is, like, a whole mental thing. I mean, I've definitely seen these dudes dating close to tens, these incels in these photographs. Yeah, Yeah, guys that look exactly like Yeah, 100%. Totally. yeah, it's it's a cycle. It's like a psychological problem. I don't know if it's like like yeah, do some self inventory, like you said. If you're having trouble talking to girls, like I don't know, do a Toastmasters, take an improv class. I mean, <laughs> I think their therapist. They, they the problem that they're reacting to is real. I, I don't think I don't think that they're totally wrong. 
that notions of like one guy finding one girl and that being sort of the way things go in your small community, that's pretty much dead, you know? And if these guys live in big cities, they are going to be struggling with a lot of competition to get laid, you know? And it is true that I think the internet provides such an overabundance of choice that some people do get left behind a little bit, right? But I think it's easier to get laid in big cities. There's, yeah. there's so many more other options. And if everyone's with the chads, there's definitely like a, <laughs> a lot in the middle that, that these guys can like go after. But instead, they choose to go back into their rooms and go in their forums and complain that they can't get... Because if you read it, they all want to date like the Kim Kardashians. Right. Yeah. Like they want to date supermodels. They don't want to yeah. date regular girls. Regular looking girls. And it's also like... Dude, you think you have it hard? Men have always had the option to play music, you know, become cool in some way, get rich. There's so many... Men have so many options for attracting women. Women have one, and it's being hot. That's it. I mean, imagine being an unattractive... Being an unattractive woman, you would just be totally fucked forever. You know, I mean, they have it way harder. Like, unattractive women have it way harder than these fucking unattractive guys. Because these unattractive guys could figure it out if they fucking tried. Well, some of these guys, it's they, it's clear they have, like, body dysmorphia or some kind of incapability of ever being satisfied. Like, this, the main character of the article, he keeps going back and getting more surgeries. It says he would come back to Indianapolis three more times that year. Staying at the same yeah, Holiday it's Inn. A fucking psychos- psychosis. Uh, uh, for the first revision in January 2017, Epley shaved off part of the original silicone implant that Truth for Life thought was too big. But by May, he'd return for a second revision during which Epley replaced the implant altogether to correct a small uh, asymmetry. Another revision corrected for a shape that Truth for Life found once again too big. After his last revision with Epley over the summer, Truth for Life developed an open wound that took months to close. And then on the phone, Truthful Eye told me he had a recently had his fifth jawline implant revision, this time with a local surgeon in Holland. Uh, do you say, I'm happy with how I look now, he asks, or do you go deeper down the rabbit hole with a chance to fuck up everything with another procedure because you can always be oh, better looking? Oh, God, it's so terrifying. And that's why it's like, it's a societal problem, you know? I mean, it's like, I think women face the same thing. There's all kinds of people getting body changes all the time. Now. Right. So it's the way... I think people just get driven crazy by the well, media in a way, right? People just get there. They get, they think, oh, if I look like this, then that's going to solve my problem. It's just that more dudes are doing it now. It used to be only like women. Yeah. Now it's like more and more men are doing it because it's like, yeah, society, Instagram, like yeah. magazine covers, this and that, the next thing. I wonder why, like, uh, so, so these guys, if it doesn't go right, they end up going into a school and shooting people, right? How come they, some of them, some of them. How, how come they don't like what, what was incel culture like pre Instagram? Like, what did they do? Did they just sit and sulk at home alone? It probably didn't exist. I mean, again, I think this is a reaction to the internet and the media. I think that this is a reaction to it because you're being fed these craven images all the time of beautiful women constantly. So you're being whipped into a frenzy all the time. And then also you're seeing these guys that look a certain way being attractive, you know, like this is what girls want. Do you think when there were men who had trouble meeting women in the past, because it's obviously not a recent problem, 
do you think that the mentality was entirely different? If they were sitting at home and like moping about how no woman wanted to be with them and they couldn't date anybody, like what was the what was the thinking then? What do you mean? Was it like this where it's I'm it's I'm so ugly and I can't do anything about it? Or is this like concentrating it because they're posting pictures of them? A lot of these forums, they post pictures of themselves and then other users like shit on them and then talk about all the flaws that they have. So is that even doubling the problem and making it worse? I think they're masochists. I mean, you know, I think they, it's like, you know, how half the guys who go on like, uh, go to prostitutes and shit or, or like online cam girls, it's all about penis shaming, small penis (laughs) shaming. I think it's the same thing with, with these guys. It's like, they, they have admitted to themselves (laughs) that they're ugly and they just want to like keep learning it over and over again because it's like, I don't know, they get some sort of like indulgence in... Or validation. Yeah, it's like, oh, my problems are... Like, I am a piece of shit because I'm ugly, right? Instead of the fact that... Because it, it, it lets them off the hook in a way. Right. They don't have to... The, do anything. The, the change they have to make is a cosmetic change right. that only the, the yeah, surgeon... Yeah. There's nothing I can do about this. He's going to charge them yeah, 30 I, grand right. to do is going to do it. Yeah. I think the difference, too, between now and then, again, is like... It's so weird in this article. It's because they back back in the day, like the the ugly guy. Like I felt like everyone eventually had like a girlfriend. She made a she may have been like kind of homely herself, but it was kind of cute. Like two kind of homely people, but they love each other and they're like going or hanging out, whatever. Yeah. But these guys, so everyone just found each other. These guys are completely ignoring all these other women because there are a lot of women who are desperate and want to be with someone oh, yeah. too. They all want to date these hot supermodels that they see and influencers on Instagram. Well, I think that they feel like they can't even get the middle either. Like, I think that they think they can't get the top and they can't get the middle. But I think the fact of the matter is they are on the bottom. And what makes them on the bottom is not their looks. What makes them on their bottom is like the deal with Elliot Roger. Yeah. Is that they're like fucking autists. I mean, they're weirdos. You know what I mean? Like that's why it's not, it has nothing to do with how they look actually. I mean, look at this guy. This one guy in this picture looks totally fine. Yeah. Like that guy could get any girl if he acted correctly, you know? And I think it's people like Elliot Roger who have damaged. Uh, it's actually funny because there's a thing about the vagus nerve on here and they say a lot of like uh, your personality comes on your vagus nerve, which is this like nerve you have that runs through your whole body. And if it's overactive, you can't like interact with people very well. And I think that that's uh, kind of what's going on with these guys. It's like Elliot Roger, you're right. Superficially, there's nothing wrong with it. But where, where do you get your vagus nerve tested? I don't know. <laughs> I I met a scientist once who was researching it, and it's like uh, yeah, like a lot of autism relates to the vagus nerve. Like it's it allows you to take things in or not. I love this description, speaking of like weird personality things that are getting in the way of this guy walking around his town. His depression lingered, this is the truthful eye guy, the main character. His depression lingered well into his 30s. Most days he would work from home, post on the forums, then eventually dress leather jacket, torn jeans, fingerless leather gloves, (laughs) and take a walk around the village, silently cataloging how many people glanced at him or returned a smile. Is is that the village is in New York? Is that what that's supposed to be? No, he's 
he's from the Netherlands. Oh, right, right. And right. he lives in like a small village, and then see, he yeah, comes yeah. to the U.S. a few times to have the was, surgery. Was, 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 the fingerless leather gloves. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's, nobody likes nobody me. Nobody likes yeah. me <laughs> with my fingerless leather gloves. <laughs> but like but he would just like walk around the times his his little village square. In yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With his little girls. with his weird gloves on, and then being like, nobody's interested in me. Yeah, why not? Too What's ugly. Wrong with me. Yeah. But then. It's a, there's another great one. Where is that line? Where he describes the uh, incel apartment. Let me read that one to you because that one. Oh, here we go. The first time Truthful Eyes saw Epley was during a video consultation one summer afternoon in 2016. He was living in an apartment his parents owned. His bedroom was what he calls typical incel, i.e. trillions of fruit flies multiplying, cigarettes and ash on the floor, dirty clothes all over the place, not a glimmer of light. Yeah. It's like, dude. Yeah, that should tip you off. Maybe something. <laughs> Maybe a woman doesn't want to be fucked. Yeah, right. In that, that's what I'm saying, man. I mean, the, the the reality that these guys need to deal with is that they're on the bottom of the food chain. Yeah. And the fact, the, the reason they're on the bottom of the food chain is because they have a tendency to think in this way, or at least not be able to, as you're saying, look in the mirror more figuratively than literally. You know, it's like they can look in the mirror and they're like. Why doesn't anybody like? Why don't any of the girls like me? What's wrong with me? Oh, it must be because my nose is like yeah, because slightly Tom, crooked. Tom Cruise's you know? jaw is seventy degrees, and yeah, mine is and 60. 68. <laughs> and it's like it's like, nah, man, that's not it. Like, sadly, yeah, it's not the truth. Like, sadly, the reason. I mean, it is kind of shocking. It's so funny how much Elliot Roger looks like the Chads. Yes, in these pictures, and it's like, dude, no, it's because you are a fucking autist, yeah. and you need to like. I don't know. I mean, can autistic people help it? I probably not. You're just screwed. Find an autistic girl or, you know, get, you know, they got to go for these super, you know, the, the intersectional obese blue haired feminists. And these guys are the same. <laughs> they're the bottom of the food chain. I mean, they're the bot. They're the dregs. Maybe you know? they should date. That's what I'm saying. And that's how it always has been until now. And that's the problem. The problem is that the dregs are now separated. The dregs need to like come to fuck to come together. The somehow. dregs are separating and and looking up. Right, the yeah, dregs right. should be looking. They got to look at each other. You got to start. You want yeah. Look across the aisle at the blue haired fatty. You know that's where your eyes should. But be that's going. that's how it was in the past. I mean, yeah. like literally, like they would be sitting in detention or the back of math class with their you know, Sisters of Mercy shirts or whatever the fuck <laughs> they're wearing, and they would be doodling and they would end up. Later, you'd see them together like they'd be dating, but right? Yeah. Like, Whereas now they don't. Now they get separated somehow. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting. So for our incel listeners that that need to get laid, what are your top three tips? To um, because like, you're a married man, right. lovely wife. I'm a married man. I've gotten laid before. And you're surprisingly, <laughs> and, shockingly, and you're twenty five percent. What was his name? Uh, <laughs> I'm a man. I like men. Oh, Finkel and Einhorn. Is that a gay joke on the show, Pete? Sorry. Jesus. Sorry, Charles. Show's too gay. Show's way too gay. Show's uh, too gay. I don't know, man. It was always easy for me, so I don't know. That's true. I mean, it wasn't hard. So, I, you know, I think uh, just... You talked them to death, and you're like, fine, fuck it. Bro. I mean, I was always fucking weird, but it was just, uh, you know, um, look outward is what I would say. Look outward. Look at the world. Don't look at yourself and be constantly concerned about the world looking at you. You judge the world. Don't let the world judge you. And that's, you know, you'll be way better off. Put all your attention outward instead of inward. That's what Elliot Rogers should have done. Hmm. 
you know? And as long as, and if you do that, then everything isn't so difficult because you're not so worried about your, the outcome, you know, it's like, then you're like, whatever. All right. Like stare at other people's faces. That's what I always, if I get really stressed out in a meeting, I just stare at other people. Because then they're, you know, they can deal with being. It's almost meditative. Yeah, it's like right. your, yeah. your mantra. Switch the gaze. Switch you know, the switch gaze. the gaze from yourself to ours. Because then, you know, yeah, let them deal with being self-conscious. You don't have to be. And stop being so fucking weird. Just like stop being like <laughs> shaky and weird. Like get off stop forums. Yeah, get off forums. Like go walk around and like get drunk. Take a guitar lesson. Definitely get drunk. <laughs> get drunk. That's what you really. That's important. Getting drunk is very, very important. So I said, I think Delicious Tacos, he kind of wants... Did you read his piece today? Mm-mm. It's great. What he, about Delicious Tacos? He's one of these guys, basically. I mean, Del- Delicious Tacos is very good looking. He's, you know, the perfect guy. He's hyper intelligent. Yeah. Uh, and I think he just can never... He's an incel, basically. He can never fully accept... He's an incel who fucks. Yeah, he's an incel who fucks. But he can never understand why... Why doesn't a girl just like fall in love with him back? Like why? Right. And the truth is because he can't, he's only looking inward all the time. He can never look out. You know, you got to like pay attention to the other person a little bit. But is that the tortured soul of an artist, let's say? Yes. No, it totally is. Yeah. And he's a true artist. If he was better adjusted, he'd yeah. be a much worse writer. Right. right. Yeah. It wouldn't be right. as exactly. enjoyable he's to read. Fantastic writer because he's a fucking nutcase. You know? <laughs> what was so. the tweet he posted the other day? It was a screenshot of him oh, saying... Uh, you want to get want to come over and have dinner on Friday? I'll cook. And the girl's yeah. like, "Hey, I've given a lot of thought, and so that's what his piece was about today. Was we that had a girl. good time together, but uh, I think our time is over." Yeah. And he's like, "An incel is uh, an incel once, but a guy who gets laid occasionally is an incel five thousand times." Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. very true. That's great. And that happened to him recently. And yeah. it's like, I think he just can't understand why that keeps happening because he keeps perfecting himself and being this perfect person. And then he just can't understand. It's like, but then when you hang out with him, it makes total sense. He's a fucking autist. <laughs> like, he's so weird. Like, he's not, he's just like very unpleasant to be around. I mean, no offense, but it's like, you know. You fight with him again? No, guys, no, guys... no fight. No, no, there's been no contact, but it's like, it's just not a mystery to anybody besides him, you know? I mean, and it's the same thing with these guys. Well, that's the hard... I mean, I think to have sympathy is... Work on your vagal nerve. Try and relax your vagal nerve. It, it, but it's hard for people to, like, take that look at themselves because that's their daily... Yeah, they're fucking lazy. Well, it's not even that they're lazy. It's just that this is their what their reality is. This is how they know how to behave. This is how they know how to process everyday interactions so it's hard to like step out of that yeah, and, and right. realize i mean i i never had that for myself like in a personality sense because i'm just a annoying person that <laughs> is grumpy and i'll never like get out of that but i have had those moments when i've seen myself like physically like i got really heavy for a period of my 20s and i never noticed it because i was just kind of blind to it i'd see pictures of myself and I'd have these reasons in my head why I looked fat. I'm like, oh, I was hunched over <laughs> or I was sitting weird. I was constantly explaining to myself what was going on. And then somebody caught a video of me like walking across a room and I was all hunched over and I was just, you know, the the movement made it clear that there wasn't an angle thing that was causing it. It was just, I was fat. And that was the moment that made me go like, oh my God, I've put on so much weight. I need to lose some of this weight. 
Yeah. But it's until you have it's that. It's painful. It's deeply it is painful. painful. It's but, extremely painful. But at least you finally get over that hump. And I think the problem with a lot of these guys is they're not, they're looking for that that physical change that's going to happen. Well, but but see, the difference is is that your thing was physical. But that's what I'm that's what yeah. I'm talking about. Regardless of whether it was, what I'm saying is they are looking the same way that they're looking at a plastic surgeon to fix that for them. I'm looking at the explanations of angles and the way that I was photographed and yeah. not actually seeing myself. Right, at all right, right. They're not if full. only, but it's the 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 challenge with them is that their problem actually isn't physical. Yes, it's that it's something else it's it's like it's like personality yeah. you know i mean it's or something but it's still a blind spot yeah yeah but but then like what you're describing is essentially like a mental illness so like h- how do you i know it's a hot topic these days but like how do you get mental illness help to incels how do you get them out is it like a yeah. is it like parents or teachers or someone like maybe you should talk to so and so. Well, I think but, people like Jordan Peterson have been good for the incels. Ooh. <laughs> it's it's kind of true because I think he he says. I mean, this guy described the incel room, right? It's just a total piece of shit. And I think you know the clean your room thing is in a way saying to them, yeah, take a long hard look at yourself and try and improve yourself. I think the problem is. Sometimes that advice gets taken too far in the other way where it's all about physical improvement or yeah. it's all about uh, getting more money, yeah. right? Uh, whereas there's other types of improvement that really do deal with women. I mean, women ultimately, like the song says, really do just want to have... <laughs> sounds so, so oh my, lame. Oh, my God. That was really cringeworthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, well, girl, women... <laughs> women yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> What I mean is, women are not as superficial. <laughs> I didn't say it. I wish you'd gone all myself. the way through because then I would have pushed the uh, the music that button. That was terrible. But you, are I'm deeply embarrassed. Women, as the song I just that says. was an Elliot Roger thing. Really, <laughs> women really do want to have. They really fun. do because people. Girls they really do just, just want to have, have fun. fun. But they say that they say that in the article. They use a funny term about like girls in their twenties just want to the cock carousel. The cock carousel. Cock carousel. Yeah, I didn't understand that term for the longest time when I was like exploring these forums because that's so fascinating. I thought it was the cock carousal. I was like, what is this? I was like, oh, they're it's carousing the for cocks, yeah. <laughs> bouncing up and down on the various cocks. No, uh, but women are not that superficial, man. They, they don't know the answer. They have this idea that women, it's just like, they're like robots. So it's just like, I can only be attracted to the guy who is in the top 5%. It's like, it's not that fucking simple. Like the ma- the model works, but the on an individual basis, there are women who like all kinds of weird shit. And ultimately they just want to have fun with you. <laughs> I mean, they just want to, isn't that true of your experience? I mean, you're a very fun guy, Nagler. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's like, ultimately, they just want to talk to somebody, connect with somebody, you know? I mean, like, I don't think they're that, it's not that black and white. uh, (laughs) I'm actually very shy. I'd like to have fun with my friends. But uh, no, I think that like like women, they're the more emotional species, right? So like most of the time, it's not just from my experience, but generally speaking, they just want to talk to somebody. And like, like you look at some of these guys yeah. in here, they look like emo characters out of a, like an eighties movie, like pretty in pink, like ducky from like a John Hughes movie. Yeah, yeah. They just want to just girls want to talk, you know, if you give them attention, particularly like, you know, 
even even like the hottest ones in the world, like they want attention too, because most of the guys are scared to talk scared. to the hottest. No, I've always found the talking yeah, to hot, yeah. hotter girls are way more receptive but, to but, being hit on. Than but yeah, I mean, like the, I think half these guys just need to start a conversation. Yeah, and and, and maybe listen. they're just scared and listen yeah, and try and actually listen. You know. Yeah. Well, we had. I mean, the idea that it, it's even you require all this game and stuff to talk to girls. There was a girl at the office I used to work at who developed crushes like exclusively on the three dudes that yeah. all sat around her. Proximity. And, yeah, we didn't do anything. Like none of us were flirtatious with her, but she developed like feelings for three different of us. <laughs> at different times. And, yes, and we were just sitting there and not really having anything more than a work interaction. How did you know? Because she, I, I've told this story, like she asked me out and then I was just like, uh, no, 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 no. And then after that happened, she started dating the guy that sat across from me. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's, so that's any, like, anybody, this, anybody that's like the Silence of the Lambs crush. Like, what do we covet? We covet yeah. the most that we see every day. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or we yeah, date yeah. them. Incels just need to be around people, I guess. Yeah, get out of your fucking room, man. I mean, I do. I sympathize with these guys. I get it. I get the anger, I, and I I see where they're coming from. But they're just, oh, what a prison! They're just putting themselves in this horrifying prison. It's like you got to get out of there, man. Yeah, and spending thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars to get your jaw knocked around, yeah, you like think- you're breaking your clavicle so you can get your shoulders widened. Like they're not gonna help you, dude. Yeah. Sorry, they just need to sit in detention, like Breakfast Club. Yeah, for for one Saturday and they'll fall in love and it'll all be fixed. You're, well, this is all about the breakfast. It's all about guy. John Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is all about. Just trying to think of all these life. characters who are incels. Keeps coming back to that. Yeah, <laughs> think about it. The incel in uh, in Breakfast Club gets the hottest girl at the end. You got to remember that. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe they should all watch that. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, movies it's a sad mo- phenomenon. Movies are damaging for. I think movies and media are damaging for these people too because they they present like this idea of how I mean this is uh, for to some extent romantic comedies and the tropes within them are why a lot of men think they have to do these like extreme things to get women's favor. Yeah. And it's a lot of non-realistic human relationships. Yeah. And I think it's the reason like when guys like this eventually do have a girlfriend they um they have a problem keeping one because they see like these idealized images of how a relationship works. Right. Yeah. And they don't actually have experience with the nitty gritty of like, this shit sucks sometimes. Like, yeah. You're not getting along and you're pissed off at and each yeah, other. Yeah, right. It's not what you see on TV. Yeah. You know, it's really not. Yeah. She just took a dump in your apartment and Dude. you're like, oh my God. That's not what I saw on television. Yeah. That's not, there's, that's weird. There's no scene when somebody poops in yeah. your apartment. Right. Girl, I had a I once dated a girl who wouldn't let me poop around her. That was didn't last long. Let's just say that. <laughs> what happened? Yeah, this well, Danish girl in law school. She like she was like, if you poop around me, it means you don't like me very much. Really? Yeah. I was like, nope. I'm just gonna keep doing it. I really don't care. Did she have a talk with you after you pooped? Was uh, it like? Well, when I pooped on her, yes. No. Uh, yeah, uh, it was always like, ew. Like, why are you doing that? And I was like, Psh, bitch. Poop wherever the hell I want. I don't care. Hmm. Is it a Danish thing? Yeah, maybe the Danes are. No, she was weird. She was a weird. An odd girl. Very weird. Yeah. I wonder what she's doing these days. Did, did she poop Married to a man you? who's never shitting at home. Yeah. So what, what a, advice do you have for an incel, what a nightmare. Peter? Uh, I mean, I think I put it out there. Yeah. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Okay. 
Good. How about you? Learn the guitar or something. Yeah, right. Learn it. Learn something. Focus learn outward. Paint. I don't know. Yeah, learn a skill. A lot of, I mean, besides posting on the internet, a lot of work can be done with just simple stuff, right? Get a haircut that looks good for your face. A haircut can do miracle work if you've got a the incorrect haircut can look crazy. Do something with facial hair if you can grow Dude, it. Dude, like, clothing yeah. in general. I have friends, my friends that get laid the most most, it's all about the clothes. Right, right. The clothes are like every, 95% of your looks are fucking clothes. Yeah. Seriously. Particularly for a guy. Yeah. Get somebody to dress you if you don't know how to do it. Yeah. Read one fashion blog. Yeah. Literally. Google. Go on Pinterest. S- yes. Yeah, season, whatever the season is in this year, Looks, men looks, male looks, it works. Sorry, keep going, Charles. I cut you off. Yeah, I was about to say that actually. Clothes, clothes are a big part of it. And then the the last one is the hardest one. But just, I mean, if you have a friend or someone that, whose opinion you trust, get them to give you honest feedback about what your personality is like. Because sometimes people will tell you shit that you had no idea that you were doing. I get that all the time when somebody's like, "Oh, when you did this," and I'm like, "Oh my god, I did that. I had no idea." Yeah. I had no idea I wasn't making eye contact or I wasn't like standing confidently or I was shifting around. And you know what? Go talk to like a mental health something yeah. or or like, you know, there's deeper things going on here that you might need to parse apart or just they might just give you a little nudge in one direction or give you that aha moment that, that it's just usually one thing that's all you need. Like you were describing like you know, you saw yourself in the at the wrong angle in the in the photograph. Yeah, maybe they'll 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 reveal that photograph angle for you, and that's all it takes. So, you know, right, chat it up. Yeah, become You're your saving inner the world by curing right. the incels of incel dump. Yeah, do our listeners have? A, I don't know if our listeners fuck. I'd be very curious about <laughs> how many of them are chads versus incels. Robin, Texas. Are you a Chad or an incel? Yeah. You don't know. I have my theories. <laughs> Keeps typing those long emails. <laughs> Kidding, of course. <laughs> Great. Uh, everybody go read the article. It's on New York Magazine. Uh, it's in there. I don't know what the cut is. Uh, the cut they, is like their blog. They're thing. branded as the cut, but yeah. it's all part of New York they, Magazine. They do good. They have a lot. I mean, they're very clickbaity, but they. this is a great story. Yeah. I wrote this story, by the way. I remember like four years ago yeah. for Animals Magazine. Right. You're you're a trailblazer that nobody reads. Hey, it's plug time. Thanks for listening to this episode. We're going to do few plugs real quickly uh join our forum at nahf.boards.net we have some fun conversations happening there not really but you know if you join it'll be more fun you can email us at not a huge fan podcast at gmail.com subscribe on your preferred podcast platform and write us a review on itunes pretty please it's so helpful if you do that yeah, and do all those things and don't fucking text me. Yeah, leave don't, Isaac uh, alone. Do not text me your thoughts about the podcast. Yeah, That's send them to the email or post exactly. them on the forum and we will respond there yeah. and it'll be great. Right. Uh, and then my social media is all Funzaroni, including my website. You can follow me there. Thank you. How do you spell that? F-U-N-Z-A-R-O-N-I. 
Funzeroni. Funzeroni. And why is it that? Uh, it's a name I picked ages ago, and now it's too late yeah. to go back. Funzeroni. Uh, you can find me at isaacsimpson.com. That's my website. Uh, it's a portfolio website, so it's a lot of my work uh, in the advertising and journalism and brand creation world, but uh, you can also find ways to contact me there. Um, and also, uh, I don't really do socials, but you can find me on Medium. That's probably the best place to, to find me, or LinkedIn. I enjoy being linkedin so just LinkedIn Isaac Simpson, and you can uh, talk to me there. That's it. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Don't text Isaac. <laughs>